Today is November 4th, and Araldus Chapman is still a New York Yankee. D.D. Gregorius was not given a qualifying offer, and we are going to grade the 2019 Yankees. Let's do it. Let's talk Yankees. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Talking Yanks. It's so nice to have you here with us. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey for, I think, the last time. Holy smokes. Smoking the pipe, Jake. Maybe. I think we'll get some Jersey out of you. Maybe next summer. Swing oh, by yeah. Not, not like last time forever, but last time in this setup. Cut your wiener off. Wait, what the hell? Did you hear that? Sound Feels like, like there's a black cat around. <laughs> No, I think this is going to be the last time coming to you from this setup where I've been coming to you for the uh, last year and a half or so. And Jake's in Denver. He'll be stuck there forever. Denver crew, Denver proud, he's always saying. And this Denver is talking strong, Yanks. baby. What a fucking wild start to the show. We're both a little loopy after long days. And a black cat just ran across the Giants football field, which will fuck anyone's day up. Jake, how you doing? So funny how something as dumb as that can like set the country on fire for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, the 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 black cat just happened in the Giants Cowboys game. If you uh if you were watching that, you know what you're talking about. Or you just think we're insane right now, but we are a little loopy. Kind of our first Monday getting back into it. It was a slightly bigger Monday than normal because Jom is moving tomorrow. That's super exciting. Happy for you, uh, City of Angels. And uh, I'm I'm here. I just I got roped into I got some ski boots and skis for the season, and we were supposed to do it yesterday, but we were too hungover. So then Jess came home today and was like, "Hey, we have to do that." Tricked me into three other errands, and Poppy Gordo doesn't do well with that. Mm-hmm. I literally have a a chemical change comes over me, and is like. <laughs> That's the rudest thing you can do to me. What were the errands? Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm coming off of that. I'd rather not, Jim, because we're going to have a really fun show. Um, you guys wanted it, and we are grading all the Yankee players. That's the second um, half. In, in a very Jake and John Boy fashion. Get excited for that for the second half of the show. But yeah, man, I'm good. We're talking Yanks, baby. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think you know tomorrow, or as you're listening to this Tuesday... I am uh, fully, <laughs> just a little, we'll get to the Yankees, all right? Cut us a, cut us a break. Uh, fully Tuesday and Wednesday moving day for me to the city. And then I am going to be living in an apartment without internet for a week straight, yeah. which is tough. So I think I'm going to be hitting up a WeWork in New York City. That'll be fun. And I will be podcasting from a tiny little phone booth in a WeWork. So it's going to be a wild week, but... It'll be fun. So we have uh, we have some news, Jake. We have some news here. 
That Breaking. this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Dwayne Potts, Malcolm Forbes, the richest man in Patreon, Tommy Swift, and a guy who goes by Flem McJongles. Hey, is that- I, uh, <laughs> I know Flem McJongles, so if you could not. Um, That's not one of those things where they're making me say something, is it? No, I don't. I don't think that's like a dirty. That's not like a, a Haywood Jablomi or anything like that. I I think it's. I think that person's birth name we have to believe as of now is Flem McJongles. I know their birth name. It's not Flem McJongles, but if they want to go by no. Flem McJongles, that's cool by me. Those real are recognize real. Those are our most recent Patreon sponsors. Thank you to them very much. Hanging out with us in the chat. I do have to get the October uh, jersey raffle winners out there. Ooh, hang tough as I do that, as I go without internet for a while. But I, yeah. they w- will get done. And a big shout out to Dan Slotnick, who sings our theme song, just dropped a new album or new uh, record, just got married. And I think I'm going to see him in the city November 11th. Play. Good job, Dan. Hope the album's good. Yeah, that's that's cross your fingers. Yeah. That's what you always hope when you put on an album. I haven't listened to it yet. I put on an album once. That's pretty good. It's true. That uh ooh, that'll be a weird that'll be a weird drop sometime. I hope that never happens. Anyway. Oh fuck. <laughs> All right. There's two pieces of news, three actually. The first one Apple. is that Araldus Chapman is back. The Yankees, he did not opt out. The Yankees gave him a one-year extension for $18 million. He had two years left on the contract, right, Jake? Uh, yeah, the two-year option mm-hmm. that I think was 17 or $18 million a year anyways. Yes. So it's actually a good deal for both sides. Could he have gotten more? Maybe. Was it somewhat risky? Maybe. I think he could have gotten more. He's pretty good. Just one reliever of the year. One of the most more solid arms and dependable closers in baseball easily. One of the best closers in baseball easily, despite one pitch to Altuve that might have you swayed a little bit. He's really, really good. And this doesn't change the AAV, which is everyone's favorite, which is the annual average Victorium victory. Victorium victory. Uh yeah, Jim. Something I I just stumbled into right now that we talked about uh, on talking baseball. Which if you haven't checked that out, should. Uh, there are no good relievers. Like yeah. Chapman, Chapman probably could have got paid paid if he wanted, or if anything, maybe like another year. I bet a a, a team that really needed a closer could have went four or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, b- baseball wise, this move makes a lot of sense for both sides. Um. Chapman likes being in New York. I, I think he wants to be remembered as an all-time great closer. He's a crazy arm talent. And, yeah, he literally won best reliever in the AL. If you think that's controversial, um, okay, he was still really good. And, uh, yeah, there's a bad taste left in our mouth, and I don't know. It, 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 yeah. I've brushed my teeth. I'm fine with it. It's uh, it's a, it's a nice deal for the Yankees. It gets another year, and it doesn't really affect how they spend their money any other place because, like we said, the average per year doesn't change. They paid him basically what they're paying him the next two years, so it doesn't really mess with the cap at all. Um, so, good move. I like it. 
Yeah, it would have. I, I don't know. A, a lot of the offseason would have been us being like, yeah, Zach Britton was good last year. I'm sure he'll be good next year. Um, but now we, we don't have to do that. Araldis Chapman is as good as they come. So, I mean, next year, locked into the pen now. Britton, Adovino, Chapman. Canely. Canely, Chad. Chad. They're all coming back. Jonathan Holder. Uh, no, I believe. Chance Adams. McJake. A punch Sessa. right in the mouth. I think Sess is traded. Whoo. It's it is time to trade Sessa. He has value. <laughs> he put it together happened. a decent year. <laughs> I mean, it is time to trade Luis Sessa. Someone will take him. We have a lot of bullpen arms. Someone will buy high on Luis Sessa. Can you do you agree? <laughs> I I could see them offering it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if someone bites. You think we got a big trade season coming up? And you know, one of my favorite thing to talk about in trades are the pieces that close trades. And Sessa could be that. Yeah, yeah. All right. The other Here, big take this guy. What's that? That's the old, hey, hey, take this guy. Let's finish the deal right now. Oh, he's a centerpiece, man. That's a story Ellie special. The other uh, news is that D.D. Gregorius shortstop for the last four or five or thousand years in one of those did not receive a qualifying offer, which would have been $17.8 million. The Yankees did not offer it to him which means he is a free agent to do with what he pleases and it means that if another team does sign him as a free agent the Yankees don't get a draft pick attached to him which if they offered him the qualifying offer and he declined it then the Yankees would get a draft pick when another team signed him that is how they acquired Aaron Judge they offered Nick Swisher the qualifying offer he said no the Indians signed him. We got the Indians draft pick. We got Nick Swisher. Aaron Judge. <laughs> Aaron Judge. So Didi does not get that. Now, what does this mean, Jake? It means the Yankees were kind of scared. He'd say yes to the qualifying offer. And then they have to pay him that much money. They don't think he's worth that much money to them. He may be worth that to another team that needs a shortstop. They have... I mean, they have a lot of infielders. They got DJ. They got Glaber. They got Andy Wahar. They got Urshela. They got Ford, Voight, Bird, if you want to throw them in there. They got a lot of infielders. And Tyler while, Wade. Tyler Wade. Well, Didi. <laughs> I hate that Tyler Wade <laughs> did just enough to make Tyler Wade's spring training a full-on thing. It's it, he did just enough at the end of the season to make Tyler Wade swing spring training a full on thing. Oh, that mother. He's ready. Good for you, Tyler. So anyway, um, I think this locks him up that Didi's not coming back. I think uh, we also on our talking baseball we looked at all the shortstops. We looked at every position and the depth of the free agency pool. And shortstop, there's none. It's Didi, and then it's Iglesias, and there's two guys out there that you can get and there's maybe a couple teams the red some other teams looking for a shortstop and dd might go there um the last year felt awkward and weird dd kind of like seemed a little out of it like he wasn't part of the guys anymore so i don't know 
I mean, sad part because like he was like a strong, strong piece, and it seems like he's not anymore, and probably not coming back. Do you think what if you had to put a percentage in your head? What's the percent Didi could come back? Okay, well, there's one how I operate as a human being, and that means right. I'm at zero percent. He comes back. Okay, and then there's because I don't want to set myself up for anything, and then if I had to do actual like you know because obviously there's a chance they make him an offer and he wants to stay local i would put it at 80 20 20 percent he comes back 80 20 okay yeah no that's i'm I'm probably in the same range like there's a world where it makes sense um but I, i don't know it does feel like Quality shortstops do not become free agents a lot, and I um I, I got into the weeds on the internet a little bit um this off season talking about what Didi could get. I mean the last like the last person that you'd say oh they're a good shortstop to hit free agency was Jose Reyes in like 2006 or whenever it was. Um, Didi didn't have a great year, um, but he was still in the juice ball days is his 162 game pace. He was on pace for 30 plus homers. Um, so he still had the long ball, the average and on base weren't there and the OPS, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he missed a full spring training in half a season. And yeah, it just seems like a team is going to talk themselves into Didi Gregorius. Cause I mean, there's, are there reasons why he didn't have a DD type season. Yeah. You could point to the injuries and missing half a year. He could still pick it at short. He still showed pop. Um, and yeah, if you're a team, I mean, a lefty power bat at the shortstop position, um, it, it feels like some other front office is gonna talk themselves into it for maybe three for 50, four for 60, something like that. And I, I just don't think that's in the Yankees cards when you have LeMahieu, Glaber, Urshela, et cetera. Tyler yeah. Wade. It's crowded. It's crowded at spot. So do we say a prayer? I don't think so because, like, there's still a world where Didi is the most valuable to the Yankees because he pulls all his home runs and it's the short porch and we saw this team just get hurt all last year. So I don't know. It's not fully written off when he does sign somewhere. We'll give a prayer because Didi's cool, man. Yeah, I like Didi. So, okay. Didi's one of the hottest guys you've seen in person. Didi, when I saw Didi in person, well, I didn't like what he was doing with his hair in the playoffs there. But when I saw Didi in person, I wouldn't say hot. I would say dapper. Most dapper dude I ever saw. Okay. So, get that out of your head. What do you tell people about me? Funny. All right. All around. What about looks wise? Yeah, all around. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Like, is he intelligent? Funny. If you had to describe it, someone's like, hey, like, what's what's uh, what's your buddy Jake look like? Funny. Okay. I'm trying to Google goodbye song lyrics. I was going to sing Didi a goodbye song, but I can't find one. Goodbye to you. That's the one. Goodbye, Didi. Goodbye to everything gonna... you do. Speak five languages, play the piano, video edit, make belts. Play Unless shortstop, you come back. Home runs. Unless you come and back and then hello to Didi. Jake will convince himself if the juice balls are out that you're going to hit 40 home runs next year. 
And in the biggest news of the day. The Yankees hired a catching coach. The catching coach from the Minnesota Twins, who just turned all their catchers into studs and basically said, we saw what you did with Mitch Garver. Can you do it with Gary Sanchez? I actually like think this is this could be one of the more underrated moves of the offseason. If this dude comes in, I mean, this guy's Gary Sanchez's coach. <laughs> they, yeah. They hired. A, well, you know what? Like, we're laughing, but he is the catcher's coach. So obviously he coaches two people on the yes. roster. So, like, he is Gary Sanchez's coach. It's not really a joke. But, well, isn't isn't it also like throughout the system? Like, if you're yes, uh, yes, yeah, if you're the high A catcher, you're now kind of reporting to this guy a little bit. Yes, but yeah. I think it's just cool to like be changing the scenery. Now, Gary improved defensively. Anyone that watched every game knows that. Like when there was a runner on third, we were not holding our breath about pass balls. The framing no. numbers were a little less. I think the, the throwing runners out was a little less because I think maybe, you know, fixing one thing leads to leaky on the other things. But overall, he was not as worrisome as he was in 2018, which was dreadful. But getting a, a fresh set of eyes and like a new way of working, I think one, it allow, it makes sure that Gary doesn't get complacent because now he's going to have a whole new like regime, regiment a new coach to impress, you know, and work for. And then this new coach has got a good track record. So this might be a really big move that's going to, no one's going to really care about. Yeah, it it probably ends up being more of a spring training story than a real life story. Like, I don't know, in spring training we'll hear, and and I'll talk about this in, in Gary Sanchez's end of season grade that we're getting to in the second half of this show. But Gary, Gary's going to be a guy that I think coming into this offseason is going to be like, and you know what? Gary Sanchez actually got into yoga this year, and he increased his flexibility, and we're going to be like, oh, wow, new catching coach, yoga, okay. And then we won't hear about it the whole year. The whole Yank should go to yoga. They probably do, right? Like, if you're not doing yoga at this point. I don't think they do, man. It's tough. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, my God. They just did the zoom in on the cat again. Yeah, it's fucked up. Dumb cat. Like, that cat got kicked out of its family for being dumb. Do you think it's a stray? Well, yeah. Yes. It's a giant rat that ran on the football field. Well, it's I mean, it's like a dumb oaf of a cat. People are asking for the Got onto break. the football field. People are asking I'd like for... to see you do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. People are asking for a breakdown of this cat, and it's just going to be me shit-talking a cat for two minutes. The dream. Yeah. That's a dream. That is a dream. What's this uh, catching coach's name? LeMayhew doesn't win the gold glove, and Boone is a finalist for manager of the year. Don't care. Happy for Boone. He probably won't win, but I want. I think he should. He's got a good chance. I think people are playing the like, oh, a New York person can't win it a little too hard. They had so many injuries. Um, uh, Tanner Swanson is the major league catching and quality control coach. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> Tanner Swanson. T. Swanson. Okay. Tanner Swanson. Wow, dude. I think he's young. 
He's young. I was not picturing this, dude. We're really helping him out because he's going to have to shave his fucking soul patch. And that's huge. That's we're really helping this dude out. Yeah, that soul patch is not working. Yeah, it's a bad look. He looks pretty good with a full beard, but he, he looks good clean shave, too. Where's the full beard? Um, if you type in Tanner Swanson and go to images, I've got it middle, middle left with the He's twins sitting on? in an armchair. Oh, okay. Well, that's a 14 minute interview with him. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to watch it. Then I'm going to just do it on Twitter. Yeah. This, this guy might be your coach for when you do a bullpen sesh. Yeah. Okay. He's on Twitter. I'm going to follow him and I'm going to DM him. <laughs> hey Tanner I, I don't I won't do this right now he he just lets anyone DM him congrats on the new gig you got to get to these people before the Yankees tell them they can't do any media you know right congrats on the new gig I host a popular Yankees podcast called popular, huh? talking Yanks We'd love to have you on to talk about everything. You know, you know what people like? They like to talk about their journey. Everything you do and your journey to the Bronx. Let me know if you're interested. Booney sucks. That was weird. Okay, well, that's right. sent. Okay, <laughs> that's sent. <laughs> cool. Done. All right. Well, you guys all got to witness that. It was glorious. What else do we need to talk about news-wise? Do you think... D are you upset about DJ LeMay? You're not winning Gold Glove? Not really. Um, I, I don't know. He played a lot of first. He played some third. I mean, that's that's kind of tough. Like, maybe they should make a utility gold glove because there are so many guys that do that nowadays. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm not too not too hurt about it. Um, they should make that, but I don't really care. He's won gold gloves before, yeah. so, like, who cares about stacking gold gloves? Probably the award that yeah. matters the least. Zach Grinke won the NL pitching gold glove, so... Got traded in August. On the Houston Astros. <laughs> he did have to win a gold glove, though. So it's like, which one do you give it to him? It's tough. He's good. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we will be back, Jake, with grades. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine, Thrive Market brings you food as it should be, real ingredients, environmentally friendly, and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. Okay, we're back. We're coming to you with our 2019 grades official talking yanks 
stamp, stamp, stamp grades. Are you excited, Jake? This is huge. This, this is huge. Is you asked. We got it. Big time. Do you have a list of players? I know them pretty well. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm going to go with baseball reference. I'll find them. Do you want to let people know the system, the grading system we're doing so they can follow along? I will, and I, we might lose a couple of you right off the rip, and that's fine. Don't over-explain it. It's quick. It's easy. I'm, well, I'm going to throw you under the bus quick. Jimmy hated, if we just came out here and we're like, DJ LeMayhew, A-. minus. Yeah. That's Jimmy's hell. Um, well, you want to so, know why? Want to know why? Why? Because that's lame and no one cares. Boom roasted. So I had to think of a way that we could do player grades that Jimmy would be into. And I nailed it instantly. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> um, pretty good. Maybe the most confident text I've ever sent. Um, and the way we're giving player grades is the kind of hug that you would give them after the season. Yes. And if and if you don't get it, you'll get it soon. Um, I'll, I wrote out one example to Jim, um, just, just to kind of get the vibe going and we'll, we'll start cause it's the catcher. We'll go around the diamond, but Gary Sanchez, like Gary, I'd come in with a nice, like wide hug. I, I call him Poppy. I'm like, Hey, good year, Poppy. I give him a little tap on the chest oh, and that wow. tap, that tap on the chest is just a little reminder. Like, Hey, this is kind of a couple years in a row. You've been banged up. Like, get, just make sure you're healthy coming into next year. And that's what that tap on the chest tells him. Okay, wow. Yeah, so I got a text from Jake that said, what do you think about grading players by the kind of hug you'd give them after the season? And I said, yes. Yeah. Good call. Okay, let's yeah. go down the list. DJ LeMay. So, oh, DJ, I mean, you have to come in real, real soft. Yeah. And it's it's just it's not really a hug. It's kind of a show. It's you're you're hitting both of his scapulas with your fingers, and you're like, "Good job, buddy." You don't want to scare him. He's kind of like he's in, he's he's nervous. I have a weird one here. Okay, I'm getting low, putting my head to his belly, and just wrapping him up, and like anchoring down, and just shaking a little bit, and saying, "Good season," because he hates hugs. So I got to go a little silly with it. Okay, so you're turning into almost a tackle. Yeah. Just a little shake. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I think that freaks him out real oh, big yeah. time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> like our friend. Scared. It's like our friend Peck in college. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's we'll get to the tall guys in a little bit because that right. becomes an interesting situation. Glaber Torres, I am giving like it's a little longer than it should be. Like proud of you, hug. With the taps you gave Gary, like this is just okay. The, this is just the beginning. Like you're here now, Huck. Yeah, but I but I I want him to soak it in a little bit because he he sophomore season was not a fluke. He's here. It's his team. It's yeah. almost like a big time hug. Soak it in that you've earned this, and then pass the baton. Yeah, my my key to the Glaber hug is my arms are open from a mile away. When I approach Glaber, like I like bring it in, bring it in. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of Cameron Mabin mode at at the end of the line. Like 
you, you get ready for this hug, Glaber, because you did it. Yeah, you're a bona fide star now. Congrats. But it's just a start, baby. Let's go. This one's in, this one next one is tough, Jake. Okay. Brett Gardner. I've got Gardy. Okay. Um, it's a strong hug. Don't come in to Brett Gardner. Given, if you're going to hug him, make it count. And most importantly for me, I'm super flexing. I'm flexing every muscle. I'm flexing my chest. I'm flexing my biceps. Anything that's in contact with Brett, I'm flexing to kind of show my, my worth a little bit. And then he totally slaps my belly the second I let go. So I was thinking with Gardy, he had a great year, one of his best seasons, yeah. and I'm happy with him. But Gardy doesn't want to be hugged, so you got to come in with the dap up, right, where you lock, and then you pull him real close. Ooh, okay. And then you go pat on the back with a fist, so it's not really a hug. We're just patting. We're never, like, locked. You know, open hand on the back is more I got intimate. You. And, and just like, hell of a fucking year, Brett. And then you walk away. Like, you got to get on him quick, and you got to get out of there quick, because he doesn't want any lingering. So that segues me into what I think my my number one hug would be. Play the number one hug noise that you've been waiting to play. Whoa. Uh, so, <laughs> tough lead-in. My number one hug I'd be most excited for, Gio Urshela. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, wait, oh my God, this is the only one I made a note of. Okay, I guess you go then, because I just told everyone it was my favorite, but no, you but wrote that fucking note, so. <laughs> I wrote a note. No, but it's, I'm glad it's both of our favorites. Yes. Um, I'm going full face pats. Ooh. Like, I'm, like, doing cherish it Billy Madison-like. You fucking did oh, it. Oh, okay. You fucking did it. Let's go and doing like little kid face pats. We might be crying. We might be crying. Yeah, so I I come in, it's a huge initial hug. Big contact. You're kind of you're going side to side like you fucking did it, man. You fucking did, you put together a huge major league season for the New York Yankees. Like we're big hug. We separate for a second and then we do the you and Guardy handshake dap up after. So it's big hug, there's a release, and then we link back in with the hands and we're like, ah! No, I'm crying with Gio. Oh, wow. So you're, okay. I think See, Gio, I think Gio, if Gio didn't take a moment with his wife, girlfriend, mom, dad, whoever his closest people are, and reflect on the season and cry a little bit of proud for himself... I'd be a little upset with him. Like, see, that's where I disagree. I'm he going put with together a 314, 355, 534, 889, 132 game season out of fucking nowhere. See, I'm I'm totally different. I'm I'm obviously the same with the statistics, but I'm on the like Gio, you always knew you had this, bro. You always knew you had this. Oh, of course, but still. No going face pats. We're saving the emotions for, you know, after the World Series next year. Going face pats with them. All right, okay. Luke Voigt. I am uh, I'm hugging Luke Voigt the same way I would my buddy's friend who I'm meeting for the first time at a party. Okay. Just like dap up into hug, into 
and then like no real words. Except, oh, what's up, man? Bye. Yeah, but that it gets tricky because I know what you're saying. Like in in theory, Luke Voigt would be the dap up, and almost like you go forearms chest to chest. Yeah, and like that's it. But he also got in on the hugging this year. I I think he'd 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 want a real one. I think it'd be quick. But yeah, but I don't think like, I don't I don't think he gets to swallow me up. I think I think you do that hug, and then he instantly says like, "Bro, just wait for next year." Oh, of course, Ward's saying that. Like, like get ready for next year's hug because I'm gonna fucking jack you up. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he is saying that. That's a really good call. I mean, I thought about these all day. <laughs> Gary Sanchez. Gary, I put- did Gary. That was my. That was my leadoff. Good year for Gary and a bad year for Gary. 841 OPS is good. Uh, 34 home runs is good. The injuries, not great. You're giving him the chest pats. That Gary- was my little just pat on the chest. Like, hey, y- you, know you, can, you know you can hit that ball. Just get, get your body healthy. It's, uh, I'm, just, I'm just giving him a straight hug. He's my guy. Okay. He's your dude. Just hug. I have a good one for Romine. Oh, uh, okay. Go to Romine. What you got for Romine? Romine's the guy from your hometown, like you went to high school with, and you're friendly with them. But you guys like never, never were super close. But it was always like when you did hang out with them, you're like, yeah, that's a cool dude. And then you're like graduating high school, and you're kind of doing this realize like, whoa, life's gonna change, blah blah blah. And you look at that person, and you're like. Damn, like if we grew up in the same neighborhood, like I think we'd be super tight. But we're not. And so you kind of you give a nice hug and you're like, good luck on the way, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a been real hug. It's been real. Yeah. This wish, was a wish we got to know each other better. This could have went a little different, but <laughs> it didn't, and that's fine. And I still respect you. All right, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, uh, a, I can't really hug him because he's seven feet taller than me. But it, the emotion I'd like to, I think for Judge, and this is going to be odd, it's a failed season hug. Like, and it's not. Ooh, oh, yeah. But Judge has proved he's a specimen and a five-tool player. Like I said with Glaber, like you get that initial, like, you're here, dude. Pass the baton. Now, if they don't win next year, Glaber's in the same boat because Judge, like, only thing left on his resume is winning a World Series, and it's early on his resume. He's got to put together a full year again, but we know the dude's good, and he admits that everything else is a failure, and he had the big injury and didn't come through in the playoffs, and they didn't win. And I don't want to, I don't want to like tell Judge it's okay. I'm gonna be like, hey, next year let's go. Yeah. So it's a quick, so it, it's a quick hug. It's a little I know you know. He picks me up. Um, and he says, you know, see you next year, Tyler, because we, we've got that kind of rapport. Um, but, yeah, with the, with the same focus you mentioned. Okay. Mikey T. Oh, my God. Um, ooh, I've got it. C- comes in gentle. Like, let's, let's not make this a big thing. Like, it's a hug. It was a good season. And then it gets pretty emotional. Okay, like, so I have the same thing as Gardner. Come up with the dap up, right? Then wrap your arm around for the hug, but this time it's not a fist pat on the back. 
it's an open palm with some like squeezes. Okay. Yeah. No, I I think I think it comes in and it's it's very much like, hey, you know, let's let's not make a whole thing out of this. And then like the you try to push away from the hug, like you do the release, and then he gives a big squeeze and it's like, okay, we're back in this. Yeah. yeah. You you did good. That that injury sucked, brother. We I believe. I believe, man. Mm-hmm. Didi, I'm giving a it's it's an odd hug, man. It's like uh things things end. It's uh we're like not our heads are kind of looking down and, and trying to look the opposite ways at the opposite time so we don't catch eyes. Yeah. And it's kind of awkward. It's like uh it's like saying goodbye to the uncle that you never said hello to at the party. That awkward hug. Ooh, wow. That's tough. Yeah, you missed him on the way in, and it's like the old high bye. Yeah. Oh, hey, I didn't um, get to really see you this season. Um, all right. See you next year. You know, it's kind of odd. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I was gonna go almost like it's like seeing seeing an ex, or not not even an ex, but maybe it was someone you hung out with and you flirted a little bit. And it just things never happened, and then like you're you're going separate ways, and it's like okay, I I don't know, yeah, like I there there was a chance, yeah. <laughs> She's got a very bad look for my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of girlfriends are listening to this episode in their car, and then saying, "Why the fuck do you listen to the show? Why do you listen to these losers? Are they still doing the hug thing? They're grading players on hugs." <laughs> I got a good one here. Cameron Mabin, we lift each other up. Like, he lifts me up, Big Bear Hug, and then I teeter-totter him and lift him up. And then he might lift me back up again just for fun. And then I like... Yeah, he's a double teeter. Yeah, he's like, you don't get the last teeter here, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, my my Cameron Mabin was like, it's a huge hug. It's, It's a big old hug, and it's just like... It's, oh, I got it. At the end, you separate, and you go... Uh, middle school dance, arms on each other's shoulders, and you're just like, this went as good as it could go, man. And I know you got to go do different things now, and I respect that, and I know you respect us, and you're welcome back anytime, dude. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah. Uh, Clint Frazier and I ignore each other. He comes up and he gets a late hug from you, and he's got like a he's got a little spry smile on his face. Like he, he comes up and he's like, "I don't get one." <laughs> yeah, with I, a little smile, yeah. he's like, "Wait, you're not gonna hug me?" Yeah. Um, and then you guys hug, and I laugh. I think Aaron Hicks and I we like look at each other from across the clubhouse and just kind of nod, yeah. like, "This this is kind of a wash. This wasn't it." Yeah. Like, nice catch in Minnesota, but all in all, nice home run against Verlander, but, like, I don't think this counts, man. I think Hicks Hicks comes in, and he he tries to make me feel a little small with the hug. Like, he, make, he makes a little extra effort to wrap the arms a little more just to be like, hey, I could bow a constrictor you right now if I wanted to. He throws you in a headlock. Like a fun loving, like a brief accidental headlock. All right. Do you want to do any of the rest of this? Ford, Edwin, Wade, Tyro, Morales, Stanton. Edwin's a tough one. Edwin's a tough one for me. That's uh, 
That's like, that's, know what that is? Know what the hug with Edwin is? That's, you went to the state football team semifinals and your boys, and you always thought you were going to hoist the trophy together, and then you lose, and you two just look at each other, and you're like, this isn't how this was supposed to end at all. Yeah, I don't really, I don't got nothing for Edwin. That's tough. Um, Should we go to the throwers a little bit? Yeah, I have, like, me and Ottavino are just doing that, like, kind of standing side by side, throwing our arms around each other's backs and just pulling our hips close real quick and then ending. Ooh. Okay. My my big, well, there's a couple. Because it was so hugs. good, and then it was so awkward. Yeah. So we were awkward hugging again. Yeah, I I think the bullpen hug, well, obviously we're both excited for the Chad Green hug, but I think the the bullpen hug I got excited for was Zach Britton just to be like you're part of the family. Like this this could have ended very differently. Like you could have been a rental. Like if you it, there's a chance like some people didn't like your contract. Like this could have not ended well for Zach Britton. It was like, "No, he was locked in all year. He's like a part of the team. He was on R2C2. He's a cool guy." It would be like it's like a welcome to the family hug. Yeah. I like that. I give Britton a nice hug. Uh Tommy Canley, we'd woo each other and like it yeah. would be like it would be like a a high five dap right hand to right hand, then a high five dap left hand to left hand, almost like a handshake, then a chest bump, okay. and then like a woo. Yeah, I mean, I get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you hurt yourself. Yeah, I'd, I'd get tuned into the Canely hug and be like, all right, yeah, game time. I can do this. And then he'd, like, I'd, unconscious or broken rib. Chad Green is, is so easy. It's so easy. I start hugging him, and right when he starts to let go, I hug a little harder, yeah. and then when he starts to let go again, I call you over like, Jake, you want in on this? Yeah. And then we kind of three-way hug until yeah. Chad really squirms, and he's like, okay, right. guys, like, okay, guys, guys, okay, and then kind of like, like he's like, I, I know you guys are silly, and I know, I know this is you being silly. But uh, I still I, don't want it anymore. I just can't do this anymore. At one point, he like shakes with us like, oh, you guys to like be silly with us. But then he's like, OK, but seriously, <laughs> yeah, then that has no effect on us. And he starts freaking out. <laughs> OK, Domingo Herman gets no hug. James Pax. James Paxton gets like a nice embrace, dude, because he's part of the future. And he yeah. picked it up at the end. And that start in game five was phenomenal. So James Paxton, I'm doing like a like a kind of like a head nod, like let's fucking go. There's a lot of head nodding with the Paxton hug. Yeah, no no talking, just like mm-hmm. A lot of head nodding. It's like, and I appreciate we, you. You knew, we knew. I think we're getting to a couple of the best ones. Yeah, well, Tanak is another easy one. I lay my head on his chest and squeeze. <laughs> yeah, you're very. Things are very gentle for a couple seconds. There. Yeah, it's almost like a middle school dance, and I'm the girl, and we're just kind of yeah. I'm swaying, and and he might and he might pat the back of my head like it now now. Okay, I yeah. I, I I hear you. And I think the best part about that is he 100 percent gets it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he uh, he's yeah. with it. There's no Chad Green nervous or weirded out by the hug. He's like, no, I get why you feel this way about me. He and might smile that. a little. He might be like, this is the relationship we have, you know? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think Tanaka would be awkward with me because of that. Oh, I don't think you get one. Like he might, he might do another kind of flexing hug on me where it's just length. No, I think he just shakes your hand after I'm done with him. Because he's not going to let this happen twice. I'm going to hug him. Okay. Uh, Nestor Cortez, kind of like you do that thing where I go handshake, he goes hug. And then I go hug, but he goes handshake. And then no contact is finally made. We just kind of laugh and nod at each other. Like, okay. Nestor and I hug. We plan a full weekend in Miami and we never talk again. <laughs> uh, uh, Luis Sessa and I do our handshake we have. That's, e- that's easy. That's easy one for you and guys. And CeCe Sabathia swallows me up. Yeah, that's... Uh, and I think that's kind of where we have to end it is... If you've ever and this is how i end most talking yanks episodes if you've ever been hugged by a person near cc size there's a blanket effect that comes over you that's like oh this is what that feels like the jess just gave I you f- another weird look i feel safe i just got another very weird look <laughs> um mostly because i was talking about being hugged by large men i guess um, but it's a Yankees podcast, so this is what we're giving the people. This is what you do on a Yankees podcast. No, but that ends the the hugging grades, and I think if you don't know where the players stand and what we think yeah. about their 2019 season, that's on you because that was clear as day. And if you didn't like that, I'm sorry. <laughs> it It was a bit odd. At times I was thought, I don't think anyone likes this. Yeah, but I no, I think uh, I think the real ones will like that. If you have a good hug that you think we missed, mm-hmm. um, like another good another good freak out a person hug would have been Larry Rothschild. You just gotta hug him until he he throws you off. Um, not because you want to, just because you need to see his breaking point. Oh, uh, Larry, you gotta get him from behind. Like he's walking away, and you get behind, and you wrap him behind, and you put your head on like his back, and you shake him a little bit, and he might yeah. he might twist and try to fight you. You're getting a bow. <laughs> you're getting, yeah, you're getting some bow. elbows. Yeah, for sure. You're getting a bow. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to do some superlatives. We're doing spurlies, too? Yeah, we got minutes left. It's only 48 minutes. Okay. All right. Now, for the next part of the 2019 grades, we're going to do some superlatives. I was doing this on the Patreon postgame show. It was really fun. So we're going to do it again a little bit, Jake. And I have here 100 clever yearbook superlatives. We're not going to do all of them, okay? (laughs) How many people just turned it off? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. Best shoulder to cry on. Ooh, interesting. It's so easy for me. It's a clear-cut winner. And if you don't have this answer, you're a dunce. Steve Donahue. Oh, wow. You're going there. Um, yeah, Dono. I don't know. Players-wise, I, I I think I went Cam- Cameron Mabin or Tanaka. Cameron Mabin's a good one. Cam's a good one. He'll hear you out. Yeah. And he's he's going to end it with a positive spin. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, biggest drama queen? It's Clint Frazier in a landslide. <laughs> yeah try to tell me it's someone else and he'd be proud of that come on 
Oh yeah, sure. That that Twitter pic from when he was in Scranton, the parking <laughs> the parking lot photo shoot. Oh, Scranton, whatever. Most That's accident so prone. Ooh, I'm going Aaron Hicks. Or Dellen Tantis, and that seems so mean. Dellen seems pretty mean, but right. Um, we didn't mention Dellen. Dellen might be gone too. That's kind of crazy to think about. Um, yeah, it's 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 Dellen, and then you look back and you're like, oh, that that wasn't that cool. Oh, here's here's the classic. Stan ice. could give him a good fight. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, Stan could give him a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think it actually is Stan, dude. I think he had like five different injuries. Yeah, his was ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah. Um most likely to not change at all. That's a really CC? mean high school superlative. Don't do that. <clears throat> yeah. My well, high school did mo- my high school did most likely to never leave Livermore, which was the town. Yeah, that's that's mean. How mean is that? That's mean. I mean, this award could be like a like don't ever change, man. Like, well, it's DJ Lemayhew. No matter who you want to win it, that's who gets this award. It's <laughs> easy. I like CC. It's two different ways to come about it, but like, CC's a don't ever change. Like, he's the last of a dying breed. Um, you know, he's he's gonna say what's on his mind. I I I, I respect the DJ pick too. Came at it from two different angles. Okay. Um. Most likely to lead a protest. Guardy. So easy. Oh, yeah. Banging <laughs> bats. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to marry a millionaire. Clint, isn't Tanaka. he dating? Isn't, oh, Tanaka. Isn't Clint dating the Real Housewives girl? Um, I'm not sure their affiliation. I did see them interacting on Instagram, and that's a part of my life. Okay, most likely to run off with the circus. Ooh. It's Jay Hap. <laughs> What's he do? He's just a fucking ticket scalper? Or he's a, probably a real good... Uh, he's the uh, main performer. No, he's probably like really that's, good. That's where the- Jay Hap kicks into gear. He's probably really good on the um, on the swings. What are those called? Trapeze? Trapeze. Yeah, he's got the shoulders for it. Does have the shoulders for the trapeze. Okay, how about this one? Most likely to become a wildlife photographer. Didi Gregorius. Didi, yeah, that's kind of the layup. Could you throw Chad in there? No, he's not going to bring a camera with him. Yeah, no. Yeah, DD. Most likely to sleep through an earthquake? Ooh, who is the team sleepy guy? Do we know? Not Bernie Williams anymore, because he's not on yeah. the team anymore. Oh, that's... Write that down. That's a good question to ask, guys. Like, who's the team sleepy guy? Because you know there's one. I there's the one DM'd, guy... I already DM'd our new catching coach. I can't write something down. No, I'm saying when we see them either like this winter or spring training, like in person. Okay, we can ask. Okay, I'm writing it down on a random page of this notebook. But Every we, team has, has a, sleepy a sleepy guy. guy. Yeah. Okay, let's try and figure this out. Usually it's a bullpen guy, but it's not. Dude, is it Chapman? That would be funny. Ooh, is Chapman the sleepy guy? Um, 
I don't know. The, the one who came to mind for me, uh, like I think LeMay, he was a candidate because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, we're not playing baseball. I'll just shut I'm gonna down. Sleep. Mm-hmm. I'll sleep now. Um, so my brain kind of jumped there. Uh, could see Gary being a nap guy, right? Oh, my God. It's so Gary. What a cutie. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. Glad we figured that out. What a nice fun nice. image. Uh, most likely to talk your ear off. Talkman. Talkman. It's We've seen Talkman. it. Ben had snacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most likely to never be single. Never be single, huh? Nestor strikes me as a big time like boyfriend guy. Girlfriend guy. A significant other guy. He we needs to be someone's boyfriend. Okay, so Nestor, Nestor needs that. Um, God, is it is Glaber already married? Yeah, are they to, dating? To, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about it, but just because I don't know the answer, I think okay. so. Um, yeah, I like I like yours. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, most likely to open a yoga studio. I'm going with Greg Bird. Wow, Greggy B. Bird Yoga. Yeah, Bird Yoga. A little could be deceptive. Have you seen Greg's mullet? What do you think about all that? He has a mullet? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. He's playing Dominican League. He's got like big hair. He's not doing well. Sweating a lot. Well, it's hot there. It's not cold. How do I find his mullet? I don't know. Greg Bird, Dominican League. Okay. Mullet. Okay. I'm watching a play. It's choppy. Oh. Yeah, he's got like the too low hair. He looks happy. He looks happy. Greg Bird Yoga. I'm happy he's happy. Know who else it could be? I'd see Edwin. As the sleepy guy? No, Edwin's the yoga guy. I think he's the sleepy guy. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely the Uncle Edwin stereotype we've built up. Yeah, wow. I think he's the sleepy guy. Don't wake Uncle Edwin. There's a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there there you have it. One of the more intense and data-driven episodes of Talking Yanks to date. Katie Sharp would yes. be proud of us. Analytics will be. out the wazoo. And I think that's all we've got, Jake. Do you have anything else to add? Wish me luck in my who's move. The, who's the biggest free agent the Yankees sign? Um, no idea. Do you have an answer? Strasburg. Do you really think, do you really think that? I mean, they're going to let two guys go by again. I I don't know. Well, you know how my brain works. I'll, I'll, right. I'll set myself up for nothing that I'm happy if it happens, but I honestly don't think they're going to get Cole or Strasburg. Yeah. And part of that it's, is setting myself up 
to accept it now. And right. that's like what we, they've trained us to do. <laughs> yeah. So How many people would love to know that answer that couldn't make it through the hugs and the superlatives? <laughs> they turned it off because the hugs, but they yeah. love that question. Yeah, that was they. They thought that'd be the leadoff question. <laughs> that's funny. Now that's funny, Jake. That's a joke. Now Give me Strasburg. That's a, that's a mama joke. All right. Well, that ends this episode. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>